This is an ABC podcast. First, a confession. I grew up in Vienna. When quite small, I was taken to picnics by the Danube and was astonished to see lots of families having fun with no clothes on. There was no explanation. My own parents said nothing. Austrians and Germans just went nude occasionally, it seemed. Then on holiday, many years later at Mount Eliza in Victoria, there we were again, a nude beach. Folk playing volleyball with not a stitch. I invited the great late writer and funny man John Clark to join us, and I shall never forget him on that nudie beach wearing only a bowler hat and throwing frisbees with deadly accuracy like cruise missiles. Zoe Keane has been contemplating nakedness. She's an arts science graduate from Hobart and has been our ABC Darren Osborne Fellow with the Science Unit. Here she's speaking at the Beaker Street Festival. When was the last time you saw somebody naked? And when was the last time that person was a stranger to you? I'm just going to leave you with that one for a while. <laughs> I attended my first life drawing class when I was a teenager, about 15 years ago, and I've been involved in life drawing in one way or another ever since that time. I've run life drawing here in Hobart for the past five years. This is how most of the sessions go down. There is a model, that model might be of any gender, and there are drawers. Drawers sit or stand around the model. They can use whatever medium they prefer, and the model's poses are timed. My drawers are a mix of people. Some people haven't picked up a pencil since primary school. Other people are professional artists and have drawn every day of their adult life. But what does this have to do with science? Well, as well as being a life drawing enthusiast, I'm also a really big science nerd. I actually started this life drawing business to kind of help pay the rent while I was doing my science degree. Being science-inclined, I can't see a situation without trying to interrogate what's actually going on there. Something I've noticed over probably hundreds of life drawing and sessions is the impact that life drawing can have on people. It's really transformative. People go to life drawing because it makes them feel great. But why? Why does it make you feel so good? Well, let me unpack that a bit. Our culture has two dominant ways of interacting with adult nakedness. One is in a medical setting, and the other is through sex. Now, medicine and sex are both great, and you won't find me dissing them here, but they do have something in common, a certain way of objectifying the body. So in certain medical practices, the body can be left feeling like an object. And the same is true for certain commodified forms of sexuality. And this is kind of the way that we interact with the naked body and experience our own naked bodies a lot of the time. I'd like to introduce you to the idea of embodiment. Embodiment is a process where people feel connected and comfortable in their bodies. When you feel embodied, you feel connected to your body's needs, you feel connected to its desires, you respect those needs and desires and you meet them. When people feel embodied, they use their bodies as something for self-expression, something for agency. They see their body as part of their well-being. So embodiment is kind of the polar opposite of objectification. Sounds fantastic, right? The body and the mind are integrated at last, amazing. According to the embodied model of positive body image, 
proposed by Menzel and Levine in 2011, so this is pretty recent stuff, embodiment can help promote positive body image. This is by reducing the amount we self-objectify. Embodiment puts the brakes on that snipey little observer in your head that picks and criticizes the way you look or the way you feel about your body. So among you in the audience tonight, you probably have really varied levels of embodiment, but that's okay, because the great thing is psychologists are looking into activities that can actually help you feel more embodied. For instance, there's a bit of debate going on as to whether competitive athletics will do the trick. But there does seem to be some consensus around dance. Street dance, contemporary dance and pole dancing have all been found to help people be more embodied. As does direct contact with nature, so being in nature can make you feel more embodied. So where does life drawing come in? In some ways, it might seem counterintuitive that critically inspecting another naked body would make you feel more embodied yourself and less likely to objectify yourself. But from my years in life drawing, I've always had an inkling that this was indeed the case. Having attended life drawing through my years as a roly-poly teenager, I've always credited it with it helping me skate over some of the problems of body image that my peers struggled with. Every week, I saw different bodies. I saw old bodies and I saw young bodies. I saw bodies of different backgrounds and different shapes. I knew that no body was weird, or that maybe every body is a little bit weird in its own special and glorious way. What I have noticed as I observe the drawers in my sessions is that spending time drawing a nude model is an exercise in extreme empathy. It goes beyond just seeing the diversity in the way we all look. In a 20-minute pose, you're minutely observing someone. And we are seldom given the permission in our culture to spend that time looking at another person. Not only that, you are trying to capture what is beautiful in a pose. You're capturing the essence of a person and what's beautiful about them and representing them on the page. It's really powerful stuff. And I've always thought that extending that empathy and that kindness to the model, that's got to splash back onto ourselves. But let's turn to the experts. Professor Viram Swamy is a leading researcher in body image and in human attraction. He's based in the UK. Viram has investigated how life drawing classes impacts our feelings of embodiment and in turn, our body images. In the examples of embodiment I listed before, you actually had to participate in the activity to feel embodied. So you had to dance or you had to be in nature. But the thing is, that's not accessible to everyone. Not everyone is comfortable or able to dance. And in a big city, it can be really hard to access nature. So he was wondering if maybe the impact of embodiment could be achieved a little bit more vicariously through life drawing. Swami thought, perhaps, the process of observing and receiving sensory feedback from a nude human body and the active reproduction of that body in art form contain embodying elements that promote positive body image. He also wondered if, specifically, life drawing might provide a transitional space for individuals to explore relationships with their own bodies, to question and challenge normative beauty ideals, to actively inhabit their bodies as subjective rather than objectified sites and to develop greater body confidence. Something tells me that Swami and I, we would get along. So being a scientist, Swami set out to test these ideas. He surveyed British men and women and found that greater lifetime attendance in life drawing classes was associated with greater body appreciation in men and women and a lower drive for thinness in women. 
So that was a great start. But as any science enthusiast will tell you, correlation does not mean causation. It was a survey, and it's very hard to tell if it was actually the life drawing that made people feel more embodied, or maybe if you're more embodied, you're more confident to go to life drawing. So he wasn't quite sure. So he thought he'd actually set up some experiments. Next, he ran a study with 37 self-selected undergraduate women. They were surveyed before and after taking their first life drawing class. His finding from this survey suggested that attending this class may have helped with their embodiment and positive body image. But still, I don't think this is a slam dunk for the science of life drawing and embodiment, and neither did Swami. I mean, 37 undergraduate students—like, that's not a representative sample. And also, how do we know that it was drawing a nude human figure that made these people feel more embodied? You know, when when do you get to be that focused? When do you get to spend time looking at something, being creative, making art? Maybe you could get embodied by just drawing a bowl of fruit or something. And also, this is very short term. People were surveyed before, and they were surveyed straight after, so it was all a little limited. And he knew this, so he thought he'd test the next idea. Do we need to have a nude model? And he found that, yeah, actually we do. He set up three different classes: one drawing a nude model, one drawing. A bowl of fruit, and another one drawing a clothed model. He found that drawing a nude model made people feel far more embodied than when they were drawing a clothed model, and far more embodied than when they were drawing the object that may have been a bowl of fruit. <laughs> he actually didn't specify in the study, so that was great. So you know he's getting this sense that drawing a nude body, you know, has a thing. But he thought he'd test whether maybe this applied to men and whether it could have a longer-term effect. So he set up a six-week trial where, again, self-selected participants were involved in a six-week course、um, of life drawing, and again he found that it had a really, really positive impact on people's body image. But the thing that he also found is that that kind of negative voice, so people's drive for thinness and drive for muscularity, it wasn't affected by just a six-week course, but. Their feeling of positive body image was affected, and they felt a lot more embodied and had way better body image after this. So, as I kind of indicated when I introduced Swami, this is new science, and I think there's a lot more that we can learn about the science of life drawing, the science of embodiment, and how this kind of activity can help people live a more meaningful life. When I started writing this talk, I put out the call to my drawers. Why do you love life drawing? And while seeing diverse bodies and an increase in body image did come up, it absolutely wasn't the only thing. People told me that they love life drawing for the mindfulness, that they feel relaxed after a session. Other people told me they love the discipline of the pose, while still others came to life drawing for the community. So, to me, this is a question for us: What? Does life drawing do for our minds? What does life drawing do to heal our relationship with our bodies? And so, this is a challenge I put out to the scientific community. Can you study this for me? The science of getting your kit off. Which university will set up a study group to answer Zoe Keane's plea? The University of Tasmania surely would be ideal. Zoe Keane at the Beaker Street Festival in Hobart, which she's helped create and run so well. I'm Robin Williams, fully clothed for now. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio, and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.